hate the elderly. I don't hate the elderly. And welcome to Peaked, episode... 14? 14, or 15, 14. We welcome just back to the show that we, we can keep track of. This is the yelling episode. We've done this before. We're upset. God! What are we upset about? I'm actually pretty fucking happy right now. Thanks for asking. Good. Guess what? What? Shut up! Okay. Today. Today! Today we watched the 13th overall episode of Twin Peaks, which is episode 12, also known as The Orchid's Curse. Which and is, was the best episode ever. Which is, of course, the fifth episode. That was me trying to remember the fifth. No, you can put your arm around me again. That was fine. The fifth episode... Which is not very comfortable. Okay, fine. If I make you uncomfortable, I'll no, just leave that. maybe it's that. not you. It's me. Ah, the elevation of my couch. Ah. Alright, guys. It's a solo show now. This was I am back in the couch. Um... Episode... What the fuck are we talking about? This is episode 5, called The Orchid's Curse. Yes, The Orchid's Curse, which is, of course, directed by Graham Clifford. Yay! Favorite. Not Mark Frost. He hasn't directed before, but Graham is here. Graham did a great job. This was the best episode ever. Because of the direction or the writing? Mm, the acting. This episode was written by the one and only... Are Mark ready? Frost. No. Oh, good. Carry on. He wrote it. Uh, David Lynch. No. Harry Truman. No. David Dale Cooper. Barry Pullman. Yay! And this episode also aired on the 27th of October, 1990, right around Halloween. Oh my god, I was like 13 years before I was born. Yep. And uh, let's read the log lady introduction now. You don't even need to vamp for me because I have it right here. Don't. No, no. So please. when I was six years I'm old, going... there was a whore. Oh, sorry. When he was six years old, there was a whore, apparently. Horrible accident. Sometimes. Okay, picture. Close your eyes. You're in the log My lady's house. Okay. You remember what that looks like. Yep. Obviously. Yep, I got this. Log lady's right there. She's holding her log. She's talking to you. Okay, you ready? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you I'm ready? Magic Kingdom. I no. So You're in the Log Lady's cabin. Oh, my bad. Close my eyes. Log Lady's Picture cabin. Picture it. Picture yeah, The Log Lady's right there. Picture. Ugh, Audrey, what are you doing? No. No, oh, Audrey, sorry. Log Lady. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Close my eyes. Close my eyes. Picturing it. Okay, Log Lady. Log, Log Lady. She's a lady with a log. La lady with a log. Older lady. Older lady with a log. Not a deal breaker. Sometimes. Yeah. Nature, what? <laughs> Sometimes, nature plays tricks on us, and we imagine we are something other than what we truly are. Mm. Is this a key to life in general, or the case of the two-headed schizophrenic? Both heads thought the other was following itself. Finally, when one head wasn't looking, the other shot the other right between the eyes, and, of course, killed himself. Thoughts? Put down that log. Sorry, that was good. I liked it. Two-headed schizophrenic. Got shot in the head. Yep. Yep. And that's today's episode, guys. Thanks for listening. No. Oh, shit. You have much to talk about. Much to discuss. For one... Huge episode today. Huge so. episode. For all the Cooper fans, the Truman fans, the Audrey fans, 
Don is her name, yeah. Donna fans and whatever that guy I don't like. Whatever his James name is. James Early? No, the other one. The one I really don't like. Harold Smith. Yeah, the one that makes her recoil. The one who looks like me, and then you constantly talk about how much you hate him. No, he doesn't look like you. You're much more. I think he looks. You're like much me. prettier. Don't worry. Hmm. We're at the sh- no. We're at the we're at the Great Northern. Okay. Specifically. Yeah. Cooper's room. Yeah. Where he wakes he, up. He wakes up and he starts talking to Diane. She's back. She's been absent for a while. We didn't know where she went, but she's back. Coop talks about a dream he had. Yeah. Cooper's Perhaps room. Perhaps this one's prophetic. As well, because he had a dream where he was eating a tasteless gumdrop. Yeah. And then he woke and found out he was accidentally chewing, chewing on, on his earplug. His earplug. Hence the tastelessness. Mm-hmm. Do you think this dream is also a prophecy of some sort? Well, I think it was just his subconscious being like, hey man, you're chewing on your earplug, maybe stop. Interesting. Do you think he got wax in his mouth? No. Okay. That man's ears are clean. Mm. No way they aren't. No way. No way in hell. And then... He's talking, and he's like, I still feel sore, because I got shot recently. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Three times. Yep. So then he does a handstand. Yeah. And then he sees under the bed. I like how they do this, how he talks about things coming into focus, and then they actually focus the camera lens mm-hmm. on Audrey's note. He's like, oh! Oh, he I found over. another clue! He grabs it. He's like, oh, the giant was right. I did forget something. Yep. Because he forgot about... Audrey's letter. Yes, good that job. Slipped under the, it slipped under the bed, like, what, four episodes ago? Yeah. How many days ago was that? We don't know. That was possibly four days. He's been there for 12. We found out for sure in this episode. Yep. Did we argue about that on the podcast or just... just no, we together? argued about it on the podcast. Okay, okay, okay. This okay. is very cathartic for me when he said 12 days. Cool. Yeah. It was like, uh, freaked. Yeah. Go home. Lost another one. I am home. No, you go home. I mean, your apartment's better than I'll go back to your apartment if you want. Okay, he's gone. Um, where are we? He reads the note. Yay! Yay! And we're at the sheriff's station. Hawk shows up. Well, what did the note say, my friend? It said, my secret agent. Yeah, very romantic. Went to... Jack's. Well, something, something. Jack might have the answer. Love, Audrey. She said, I went to the cabin, I think. No. no. Headed up north? Headed up north, yeah. I believe it was headed up north. To the Jack might lake. have the oh, answer. No. Love, Audrey. And then she was gone. Then she was gone. We're at the sheriff's station. Hawk shows up. Why is he here? Well, because he works at the sheriff's station. <laughs> He's employed. Um, Hawk like, shows up. Hawk shows up. <clears throat> believe it or not. Played by the one and only Michael Horse. Yay. Um, who does something sick at the end of this episode, but I does. won't give it away. He, Big uh, secret, guys. Big secret. He looked into it. Uh, apparently, it was just two old ladies who lived next to the Palmer's house. Two retired school teachers. And they probably lesbians. I would say so. That's the vibe I got. Yeah. Uh, and because of that, that proves that the Bob did not live there. Did not live there. Bob that did live there. there. But we got there. Took there. Took him out because the audio software jingled and jangled. So I was waiting to see if it was broken. It's a jingle jangle kind of day. It is very much so a jingle jangle kind of day. Um, yeah. So then Hawk leaves because he has to piss because he drinks so much chamomile. Yeah, tea. he drank three pots. That's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of tea. I only have four glasses of tea a day. It's not enough. I need four pots. Three pots. 
Let's chug it. Chugging along. Go Audio City. Audacity, I believe. Oh, Audacity. Audacity. Get it? Because I like Audio Audacity. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's chugging. I'm I'm frightened for my life, frankly. Our audio is broken. <laughs> I'm broken. We're broken. Anyway, what happens next? Lucy's going to Tacoma to see her North sister. Dakota, to see her sister and his her husband. Don't believe it though. We find out what really happens later. Perhaps. Lucy's a liar, and I'm not on her side anymore. She leaves, just as Coop shows up. Yeah. He's like, Harry, I know where Audrey is. We can go there instead of the meeting. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Then we get to the Johnson house. Yeah. Your favorite place. This was a great scene. Bobby's there. He's in a chair. He's Shelly's in a, there. They're in a... They're testing out Mr. Equipment. Pinkle! Mr. Pinkle. Is also there. He's sort of the insurance agent thing, I Yeah, guess, but kind I think of? he's corrupt. Oh, for sure. Well, he's clearly planning with Bobby. Yeah. They're scheming. Yep. And he has a weird chair to get Leo into bed that he's testing out on Bobby. It's like a crane. And eventually on himself, he slams into the wall a couple of times. It's funny. Bobby and Shelly fuck. Yeah. You don't see it happen. But it was implied heavily. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much all that happens in that scene. So now we kind of know what's cooking with them. You were missing Bobby and Shelly. Yeah, Shelley. it's been like four... F- they haven't even been in this season, I don't think, except for the first app. Maybe. Right? I think they've been gone for Leah like four was in episodes. The... No, I think Shelly was in the second episode. Okay. Point is, I missed them. Uh, then we're at the Roadhouse. Yeah. Leland's pre-trial, mm-hmm. I guess. It's not technically the trial, it's but... a hearing. A hearing. He's applying for bail. Um, they don't want to give him bail. Yada, yada, yada. Harry gives a speech. Uh, also, about how, uh... Leland's an upstanding Leland's citizen. Leland's a great citizen, and his great-grandfather, or possible grandfather... Wonderful grandfather, guy. Joshua Palmer. Why do you say Possible. Well, I don't remember if it was grandfather or great grandfather. Oh, okay. I thought you were hinting that no, there's something no, 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 not no, no, right no, no, no. with Leland. Well, we know there's something not right with no, Leland. No, but I thought you were like, he's not really Leland Palmer. Oh. Oh. Maybe. Leland Horn. No! They do kind of look alike. No. Oh, okay. Um, Joshua Palmer, he moved here 75 years ago. Came to Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. I think that's just fun detail. I think I want to move to Twin Peaks. Don't we all? Yeah. Andy's doing an artwork. <laughs> he's pretty damn good at it. Yeah, he's an artist. Just like me for real, not really. Uh, Ben's watching the hearing, and then he just leaves. Yeah, he just ditches out. Uh, and oh, Leland is yeah, actually, just gonna... I did want to talk about the 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 court art. So yeah. so Andy does uh, this. Uh, he's doing a uh, drawing of Leland, and then uh, Truman leans over and he goes, "You might want to focus more on the face." And we see Andy get real sad, and then he goes, he saves himself. He goes. Just a suggestion. And this is just... I wanted to talk about this because I think Andy is the sweetest little baby in the world. And also, no one needed to... You said you hated him like three episodes ago. I changed my mind. He's dumb. I like him. He's just like me. He's an everyman. Back to you. Well, Harry's the everyman, but... Regardless. Harry's the straight man. It's different. Hmm. Not like heterosexual, like like the straight man. Like in... Hmm. All right. Moving on. I was going to say more about Leland's hearing, but I hear what happens. Essentially, they just agree to come back for the trial. Yes, and they give him bail. They do give him bail. They let him out on bail. Right, because he just has to always tell the sheriff where he is. Yeah, he has to keep Truman posted. We're at Smith's house! Which Smith? 
Harold Smith. Your favorite bitch, Harold Smith, bitch. No, I hate him. Um, I hate him with a fiery passion. Don is there with his meal. It's on a wheel. It's Meals on Wheels, baby. It's Meals on Wheels. She gives him his Meals on Wheels. And she makes him a deal on those Meals on Wheels. Yeah. Where she says, if she gives him a story for his living novel, she wants to read Laura's diary, the secret one that Harold has. The secret diary. And Harold says, sure, it just can't leave this room. Right. And she agrees. Well, he actually says he's going to read it to her. Right. Yeah. Good job, I forgot that. Um, then she asks him where he grew up. Yeah. He says, Boston. Well, actually, I grew up in books. Which, you mentioned something, there's a place called Books Michigan. I was lying to you, I'm sorry. Okay, so he meant, like, books. Yeah. Okay. He's being dumb and cool. artsy. Yeah, he, he is truly the worst. I grew up in books. I actually grew up in the Harry Potter series. Yeah, he would be. Yeah. Disgusting. I went to, I got my letter to Hogwarts when I was seven years old. That's when you get the letter. That's when you get the, that's when I read Harry Potter. You get the letter when you're 11. Let me vamp. I got my. What you, vamp? There's nothing to vamp for. Vamp. You just want to talk. I just want to talk about I'm going to bite your hand. The first time I read Harry Potter, I was seven years old and it changed my life. Harry Potter's the best book series ever made. And Noah agrees with me fully. You know both those things are lies. And also, shout out to uh, one, one of our listeners. Does she listen? I don't know which listener you're talking oh, about. Who also likes Harry Potter and um, who is my favorite of uh, Noah's father's children. Ah, no, she definitely doesn't listen. Bummer. She doesn't even know this. She knows it exists. She knows it exists. Name. She just doesn't listen. Yeah. That's fine. Shame on you. Whatever your name really, is. I don't really want them to hear the things I've talked about in this Yeah, no. In this show. Probably for the best. I don't know how you're capable of allowing your mother and father to listen to this. I have no shame. I lost it all. That's very true. Anyway, Harry Potter, of course, has not even been written at the point of this show, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, true. It was written, what, like, 1998? 1998. Started that late? Yep. No, I can't be right. I think it was the late 90s. The first book was that late? She's on... Yeah, she, I think it was the late 90s. Well, because the movie was like... 2001. The movie went into production. Okay, now I need you to vamp. Fine, okay. now I need you to vamp. Alright, guys, just want to take a quick minute to talk about whales. I learned a lot about them today. The blue whale is the biggest whale. Biggest whale. And the killer whale is the coolest whale. Yay! And then the beluga whale is the cutest whale. And those are my whale facts for you. I'm reading this book. I'm not going to say what it's called, but it's about witches. And it took a while to get cooking, but now it's really... It's cool. called In the Company of Witches by Oralee Wallace. Yeah, it's called In the Company of Witches by Oralee Wallace. And here's my official review of it. I've been reading it since July because I'm lazy. Um... And it's very good, but it took a while to get cooking. So just skip the first six chapters and you'll be good. Anyway, read that book. Okay, you are right about how late it started, but not about the exact year. It did come out in 1997. Okay, so I was a year off. Definitely late. So uh, you wouldn't have grown up reading those books, but something. Something. Probably Lord of the Rings. Uh, maybe. Who knows? Who's to say? Maybe have you, you read just... Lord of the Rings? I have not, but I've read The Hobbit. I'm a big fan of The Hobbit. I need to reread Lord of the Rings, because I read it when I was, like, ten. So I don't really remember it. I just don't have a copy, and then I'm like, I could go to the library, but that's... Long. You don't support your public library? I don't have a library card. 
Well, Shane, it's not that hard to get one. I know. I just. Do you want to get one today? No. Well, yeah, sure. We can go get one today. Okay, cool. Because I want to get a book today. Cool. I, the point is, I'm just lazy. That's why I don't have one. Okay. I just haven't gone in. But then you can like see free. Is it free? free stuff too? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, we can go to the library. The library's good. Let's Support go your library. public library, gang. It's great. Yeah. They're a wonderful institution. Do I need good credit to get a library card? No. Okay. You good. Because I credit. don't have good credit. I don't have any credit. Do I need like a proof of address? Maybe. Oh, okay. Because I don't know if I have that. You should. You have a bill, right? Uh, no. All my mail goes to my mom's house. And how do you pay your bills? I get them online. Email. Well, you can show that. Oh, uh, okay. Because okay. it's still proof that you live where you live. Cool. And then photo ID, maybe, I think. Sick. Because you're an adult. Cool. <clears throat> anyway. All that aside, let's get back to all Twin that Peaks. Just to say... That Donna takes the diary and runs outside anyway. Yeah, and he Barrel has agoraphobia. Uh, maybe, you... who knows, he chases after her and I then he collapses. it's pretty clear. He's shaken. <laughs> He's got agoraphobia. He's scared. Uh, we're back to the roadhouse. Yay! Trial for Leo this time. <gasps> He's not there because he's in He's comatose. Comatose. Uh, Is he still comatose? Yeah. Okay. That's the whole point because... Right, because they're waiting to discharge him until he wakes up. No, they're... Uh, they can't do the trial because he's... Oh, uh, okay, okay. Sternwood wants to deliberate, and he does that by drinking. Uh, don't we all? He talks to Coop and Harry. They both don't really think that Leo did it, as in murdering Laura. Because right. that's what he's on trial for. And then uh, Sternwood declares Leo not fit for the trial, and then he'll go home with Shelly. Because oh. Shelly and Bobby's plan of collecting uh, disability checks will work. Go through. Good for them. We're at the Great them. Northern. I hope they have kids. We're at the Great Northern. Yeah. You know that place? Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of it. It's a hotel. Yeah. Mr. Tojimura. Yeah. He's in Ben's office. Mm -hmm. He wants to buy the Ghostwood Estates for Japanese investors. And he gives uh, Ben a little treat. A little treat. A little five million dollars. Pretty convincing. One would One say that uh, five million dollars is a good day's work. Yeah, that's what Ben says himself. See, I remember things. You're you're very good at remembering some stuff sometimes. Um, <laughs> then we see Hank shows up to the Great Northern. Then Bobby shows up. Bopper. And then Coop shows up. And then Cooper. Um, Wait, Bobby shows up to Great Northern. Yeah, he was there. Did I totally blank on that? Did he do anything important? No. Okay. Okay. That's why. Okay. Where Hank walks down that hallway. Mm -hmm. And then right before Coop walks down that hallway, Bobby's there for like half a second. Okay. Yeah. I think it's Bobby anyway. Hopefully I'm not making things up. Um, Bobby made a special guest appearance. Woo! On the show, he's a star. Well, not a star, but anyway. Uh, ben kicks out Tojimura. Hank comes through the side door, and he's like, Coop's on his way. And then Ben's like, okay, and then just shuts the door on Hank. Mm -hmm. Coop shows up. They listen to a phone call that Ben gets from Jean Renault. Jean Renault. Um, or Jean Renault, I suppose, is how they pronounce it on the show. I think no, it's Jacques Renault. Jacques Jean Renault. Renault. Jean Renault. Uh, they get, have the phone call. They agree on the place to meet, which is at the uh, near the border. There is a bar named the Columbian, I believe. Yep. And behind that, there's a defunct amusement park. Mm -hmm. An amusement park in that area of the country? No shot. I can tell you right now. Um, well, that's why it's defunct. Well, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Um, well, they're just that they'd even try building one there. Right. Seems insane. Um, and that on the merry-go-round, that's where they'll make their trade. That's and just so goofy. It's kind of iconic, though. So iconic and goofy. And it's very uh, Batman the Killing Joke. Which came out after or before? 
I don't remember. Like the graphic novel? Yeah. I think it was written in the 80s. Okay. Alan Moore's been around a long time. Yeah, he's old. Kind of cool, though. Very cool. I'm reading Watchmen right now. I'm four four chapters in. I like it. Good. Um, it's a very good book. And then uh, Ben gives Coop the money to ransom Audrey. Coop leaves. And Ben opens up the side door again and talks to Hank. And he's like, here, follow Cooper. And then bring back Audrey and the suitcase if you can manage it. Then we're at either the Hayward or Palmer house. I couldn't tell. I think the Palmer house. Mm -hmm. Um, And Donna and Maddie are together. And they essentially just plan their heist of Laura's secret diary. Yeah. Donna's drawn out a floor plan. Which was a very good plan. You get a lot of floor plans this episode. Yeah, and I appreciate every second. Just more than you'd expect in any episode of Twin Peaks. I think that their plan's actually pretty good. Except for when it goes wrong. Right, but that's still very good. I really want to watch the next episode. Too bad. Can I watch it without you? You know you can't, because that destroys the whole purpose of the show. I know, this is so hard. You can maybe come by tomorrow. Okay, okay, I support that. You can make that work. And then, yeah, they're just playing the heist. That's their whole scene. Then we're at One-Eyed Jack's again. Uh, We kind of paused to eat pizza, so I wasn't really paying attention, I'll admit it. Yeah, we were munching. And I couldn't really write. I had some leftovers. We had leftovers. What do you want from us? And then, ooh, that cat is walking. At One-Eyed Jack's... They, uh, they're essentially just planning the deal, them being Jean and Blackie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jean has a hidden blade, Assassin's Creed style. Which is very cool. Very cool. He's just stabbing We also paused to have an intellectual discussion about uh, Assassin's Creed and Halo, because I did not, I haven't played any of those games. And I've played many of them. Uh, and then we're at the uh, sheriff's station again. Yeah. Andy is uh, the receptionist in Lucy's stead. Uh, he's covered in uh, post-it notes. I'm not sure if you noticed that. I did notice that. Well, he's keeping, covered he's keeping notes for her, right? He's I guess, yeah, yeah. Because he's the sweetest kid on the planet. And then he moves one thing and then sees two phone numbers written down. Yeah. Allegedly for Lucy's sister. Now, right before he calls that number, though, he gets a phone call. Or he calls Doc Hayward's office, the hospital. Yeah. And he finds out he's a whole damn town. He's got swimmers, boys. He can come, and they make babies. Woo! His semen is not defunct. He tells Harry he's a whole damn town. Harry's so proud of him. And then, Andy. What does he do? Calls the no, abortion that's, clinic. that's after, oh. actually. Sorry. Is it, we follow Truman, and Truman goes to his office. Right. And they uh, talk to Coop. And Coop, Coop, Coop has a weird look. Because he heard, uh, he heard Andy going, I got a whole damn town! And Coop gives Truman a weird look, and Truman just goes, Pal, buddy, sweetheart, uh-huh. hey, darling, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, baby, don't worry about it. Well, he says it's better not to ask, I believe. Yeah. And then but I like my version better. They plan, more erotic. and then Hawk shows up. He says he's on the search for uh, Philip Gerard, the one-armed man. Still can't find him. Found his hotel, though. Yeah. Looked very lived in, and he found more of the one-armed man's drugs. Drug problem. Which apparently has a deep, strange smell. Everyone in this show has a drug problem. Everybody in this show has a smell problem. You notice how often smell comes in? Yeah, they sniff things. But that's more normal than... No, I guess doing drugs is more normal than just sniffing everything inside. Everything's got a smell. Scorch engine oil. The drugs have a weird deep smell. What do you think a deep smell is like? I had to imagine... Okay, so you know when it's really hot and you're on a hike. And you're by a pond. You know? Yeah. And there's, like, that smell of, like, it's, like, moist earth. Yeah. 
That's what a deep smell is. Okay. So that's what these drugs smell like. Yeah, deep earth. Yeah, okay. Or chemicals. That's Probably chemicals. Because uh, I was thinking rocks. Like oh, rock, okay. Yeah. Like rocky smell. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sort of the deep earth smell. Almost, right. right. So, yeah. Okay, I'm glad we figured that mystery out. Then uh, Truman kicks Hawk out so that they can continue planning. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Andy, who calls the number of, he thinks, Lucy's sister, but it's actually the abortion clinic. And he quickly hangs up, looking frightened. Shocked. Yeah. You know. Uh, then we're back to the double R. Not back to the double R. First time at the double R. Did I skip something? No, I didn't. Right? I did. You skipped it! Between the trial for Leo and the Great Northern, we do go to the Hurley house. Nadine's oh, there. you skipped Ed, that part! Ed, I forgot that happened! Ed brings Nadine oh, home. Oh, wait, I have to make a minor note. This was the best episode because I forgot that happened, but because it happened, this is the second best episode. Damn. Okay. Uh, he brings Ed brings Nadine home. James is not recognized by Nadine. She just thinks, oh, don't you go to high school? Nadine wonders where her parents are, and Ed says they're out of town. Surely not in the graveyard. To refresh your memory, Nadine did a lot of drugs and now has brain damage and thinks she's a high schooler. Yes. And she's super strong because she rips the fridge door off. The editing here was so weird. That wasn't a great look. I think it was just like show her like looking yeah. easily, but like they have did you, it wrong. Have you seen the Lou Ferrigno Hulk show? Little bits and pieces. It's like that. It was the Hulk. Nothing beats the Lou Ferrigno She Hulk, is Lou Ferrigno. Which is what we watch next, actually. I'm down. No. Oh, okay. Never. Never giving Marvel another dime. You don't have to. We'll pirate it. How dare you! Anyway. Back to the future. Clever reference there. We're back to the future. Double R. Uh, James is eating... A sandwich with a fork. Yeah, because he's a Proving freak. once again that he is not a real human. He's not a per- He's either a reptile or a monster. Well, he's learning. He's Frankenstein, right? So mm. he's, he's been stitched together. Yeah. He's just learned to walk. That explains I guess perhaps the weird Ed veins. built him. Ed built him in the, in the, at the gas station. Out of car parts. Yep. And uh, he's trying his best. <laughs> he to, does to look really... like a robot. Yeah, James? Yeah. Well, no, he looks like Frankenstein because of the hair. Yeah, but also the face. Wow, rude. Um, Maddie shows up to get a large coffee. Mm-hmm. And James just is very pushy and keeps questioning her. And she's like, leave me alone, man. And he doesn't get the hint. And she leaves. And then James gets up and leaves after her. Then we're at Harold Smith's house. Uh, Maddie's watching from outside. Donna is talking to Harold. She tells herself, she tells a story. Yeah. I'm not going to get into detail. But when she was 13, maybe 14 years old, uh, her and Laura... Went down on the town, went to the roadhouse, which is a bar. She was very descriptive, and it made me very uncomfortable. And uh, flirted with some 20-year-olds. And then went skinny-dipping. Eventually went to them skinny-dipping together, yes. And Laura made out with them. Yep. Well, Donna made out with one of them, too. Yeah, I thought she swam away. No, they kissed, remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then we're at One-Eyed Jack's again. Yeah. Coop and Harry, they're breaking in. There's an owl that hoots. And this is the best part and we know of the owls. episode. They are not what they seem, but this is the best. This next segment at the at the one at Jacks, best part of the show. It's badass. Harry shows up. Harry pulls up to the bodyguard outside. One eye Jackson pulls a little move I call the Ball Breaker Ten Thousand, where he grabs the man by the balls, I believe, then shoves a ball, like a weird foam ball, into his mouth, Mm -hmm. and then slaps some tape over it. 
still holding this man's balls. Yeah. And then turns him around and throws him into a door. Yep. And the man falls on over unconscious. Yeah. What a move. I, Badass. How is that even possible? It was crazy. It was like something out of Die Hard. Crazonio. Crazonio. My favorite kind of pizza. Did you see Delicio Pizzas leaving Canada? What? You won't be able to buy it? Yeah. That's Isn't fucked. that devastating? That's fucked. That's like my favorite frozen pizza. That's, let's try it. I like Giuseppe's. There's something wrong with me. You would like Giuseppe's. <laughs> yeah. You perverted a fuck. <laughs> You disgust me. I'm sorry. It's good. It's inferior. Giuseppe's and Pizza Pizza are my favorite kinds of pizza, and pizza's my favorite food, and everyone judges me for that. Your favorite food is the worst kind of pizza. <laughs> yeah. You're fucked. I would say so. You're fucked for that. You disgust it's me. It's comfort food. You disgust me. It's what I used to eat with my dad. And? And I like... No. My, my dad was fine when I was a kid. You like my save there? No. Okay. They go inside. That was weird. Uh, they go inside. Sorry. Harry and Coop. No, it's fine. Harry and Coop go inside. Harry watches Blackie and Jean because they're having a little conversation. Coop goes on to find Audrey alone. Mm-hmm. And we're at the Smith house. Maddie's still watching. Harold shows Donna his orchids. Winky face. Winky face. Because they do make out. They do make out, and I hate it. I actually physically reacted. And then Harold leaves the room for a little. For a second to go to something. I don't know. We don't know. Um, They don't explain it. Donna does her little flashlight signal to Maddie. Yeah. So Maddie starts creeping up towards the house. Like, hey, girly pop, come in here. But wait, we're back at one of Jack's. And Coop. Gets Nancy, who is, of course, Blackie's sister. Remember her? I do remember. Uh, and she takes him to Audrey. Almost said it. Well, Andy. Really, he, like, walks over to Audrey yeah. with her in tow. Uh, Nancy tries to pull the boot knife on him, but Coop takes her out. He grabs the knife from behind him. Flips her arm it. down and punches her in the stomach. We love him. We love... We don't love violence, but we love I mean, him. He's doing... He's about to get stabbed. I'm a pacifist? He did the right thing. He did, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then he... My untos- favorite character in Twin Peaks is a pacifist, so now I'm obsessed with Albert the Albert Rosenfield? Yeah. Yeah. Big Albert fan. Uh, he gets Audrey out of there, essentially. And then meanwhile, uh, Harry's still watching Jean and Blackie. They start making out. Jean stabs Blackie. Jean. With the, with the hidden blade. Yeah. Um, Blackie's dead. Jean sees Harry, so he shoots at him. Harry takes cover and then looks, and then Jean is missing. Dun dun dun. <gasps> Coop shows up. Harry and Coop start to leave, but they're caught by a bodyguard right outside the door. Yeah. Right before, like, freedom. And uh, he gets them to drop their guns. He's threatening them with his gun, and then he falls over dead. With a tomahawk in his back. Thrown by none other than Hawk. He says, Good thing you two can't keep a secret. And this was the best scene in the entire show. Nothing will top it. And then all three of them escape. And we see none other than Hank watching the three escape. Yep. And he calls Ben and he's like, Ben, they all got away with your daughter. But then someone sneaks up from behind. Who is it? Jean Reno! Oh my god! And he has Hank by knife point? Yeah. Gun point? Knife point? It was the, the hidden knife. Yeah. yeah. By knife point. And uh, that's where we're left off with them. Because mm-hmm. then we're back at the Smith house. Maddie's inside the house. She's looking for the switch. She can't find it. She can't She's too dumb. It. She can't find the doohickey. She can't find the doohickey. She can't find it. Um, and then Donna's trying to distract Harold. Maddie just pulls the shelf loose and books go everywhere. Yep. Harold finds out about the move that 
Donna was trying to pull. He gets mad. He has a weird tiny rake thing in his hand. Yep. He well, starts screaming. You know what? He's crazy. And you know what he yells? What? You want secrets? All right. I do have neighbors. Want secrets? Yeah, there you go. That's better. So did Laura. And then he takes... The secret of I, who killed you, Edgie. And then he takes the little rake thing and he scratches his face with it. And he starts bleeding everywhere. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah, well, Donna real quick, screen. Did we say that Blackie died already? Yeah, she got stabbed. Did you say... Did, the, that scene was so fucked up. He's like, before you leave, give me a kiss. And then she kisses him. And then he stabs her. And then he pulls her to the floor. And Truman's watching the whole time. And then as their lips part, blood drips everywhere. It's disgusting. It's vile. Yeah, it's good. It's it's great. It's fantastic. I, it's like something you would see in Indiana Jones. And that is the end of our episode. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, one-eyed Jacks has kind of an Indiana Jones set piece feel. I disagree, but thoughts on the episode? I liked it. Uh, Best one so far. Highlights? The definitely Hawk throwing the knife into the guy's back, uh, Andy having a full town, and the kiss that I just mentioned. Low light. You already know what it is. It's What is it? What's her name again? Nadine? Your Fucking, favorite? It's Nadine going Hulk on the fridge. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. It's foolish. It's you don't like ridiculousness. I love. I love a little little silly goofiness. I love a little ridiculousness. I don't love bad effects and Hulk. Interesting. I hate the Hulk. Anyway, questions for you. Yeah. Hey man, ask away. Just one question. Right? Two questions actually. The the usual two. You can ask three if you want. I can't think of a third one. All right. Well, how are you today? I guess we get third. How am I doing? I'm doing good. I had a weird week last week. A real weird week with a real bad ending, and now I'm doing good. Okay, good. Uh, on more on topic. Question number two. Yeah. Uh, who killed Laura Palmer? I'm gonna go with Harold Smith. Still. Still sticking out on him. He's definitely got something easy. He's the worst character I've ever seen. Okay. In any in any form of media, he's the worst character. Oh, that can't be true. Yeah. Well, I stand by it. And what do you think is going to happen next episode? Episode 13, also known as Demons. So, uh, if I had to take a guess, the Audrey One-Eyed Jack plot will be fully resolved. We'll get answers on that. Okay? And then some real weird shit will happen that doesn't make sense and completely throws the plot into chaos because it's fucking Twin Peaks. And then the Harold Smith plotline will continue but not be ended. And I think James is going to come in and save the girls. Okay. Any other predictions? Nope. That's oh! Uh, Leland will be arrested. Like, go to jail. Like, he'll, he'll have his trial. I don't know if it'll happen in the next episode, but I think he's going to be going to jail. Interesting. Before the end of the season. All right. Well, yeah. Before the 22 episodes are done. Yeah. All right. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to Beat the Twin Peaks podcast. Um, You can follow us at Beat. I'm your co-host, Charles. Did we introduce ourselves? No. My name is Noah. And my name is Austin. And actually, that's backwards. What's your name again? Uh, my name is... Hi, my name is... What? I'm cutting the <laughs> episode. I hope you know. No. <laughs> Tragedy. Keep it yeah. in. No. Keep it in. Thank you so much for listening. <sighs> Goodbye. <laughs>